Welcome to the Vineyard Northridge Weekly Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by our senior pastor, Neil Haney. For more information about our church, visit our website at vineyardnorthridge.org or find us on social media at Vineyard Northridge. Hello, everyone. I'm Neil Haney, senior pastor of Vineyard Northridge. And I want to welcome you to this weekend's message. Uh, We're doing well. My family and I are doing well. I hope you're doing well. Uh, So far, we've avoided any viruses. And uh, and so we're we're happy to be healthy. But this is like week three of the stay at home mandate. And so as we go into this uh, third, fourth week of of stay at home, uh, I've I've really been seeking the Lord on what to share as I uh, as I talk to you. And uh, I really feel like the Lord has put uh, an important message on my heart. And I'm just going to call this message a good time to seek the Lord. And there are four scriptures that have come to mind as I, as I thought about this and I was, as I was praying about this. And I want to just read the first one and then I'll just quote the, the other th- three. But this comes from Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6. It says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. You know, God's covenant people, the people who are in relationship with him through Christ, um, can seek the Lord any time. But the Lord loves us to seek him. And as we'll see in these other scriptures, he encourages us to, to seek him at all times. Uh, but there, there's a time, there's an open window for the human race to seek the Lord. And he says, seek me while I may be found. Call on me while I am near. There's a time where he's able to be found, a time where he's near, where anyone can seek him. But that window doesn't stay open forever. And so I want to encourage everyone to really seek the Lord. The second scripture I want to, I want to point out comes from the very next chapter of the Bible in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah 29, 13, verse 13 says this, You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart, and I will be found by you, says the Lord. Uh, uh, that's Jeremiah Twenty-nine, thirteen, and a little bit into to verse 14. But the key point there is to seek the Lord with all your heart. You know, we can half-heartedly do a lot of things. And in our culture, that's one of the interesting things about being in our culture is there's a thousand different things to do any given time of the day or night. Uh, there's, there's more things to do now than there ever has been in history for human beings. And it's so easy to have our li- lives fa- fragmented with television and, and internet and uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all these different ways that we can go. We can look at ESPN. We can look at, you know, Fox News or or, ES, or CNN or whatever. But we can be pulled in different directions because uh, we just have so many things at our fingertips that call for our attention. Constantly checking phone messages and, and uh, emails and text messages and message messages. And, and so it's really easy to be fragmented. And the Lord is saying to us, Seek me with all your heart, and I will be found by you. There's a scripture in the New Testament in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, that says, He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, the first part of that that verse is this. uh, In order to please God, we must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And the reward that we get when we diligently seek him, according to Jeremiah 29, is that we find him. 
You know, Jesus in the scriptures, uh, in, in um, the Gospels, I should say, and actually it's in Matthew chapter 13, verses uh, 44 through 46, he tells two very short little kingdom parables, as they're called. Because he says that he starts each one of these kingdom parables with the kingdom of God is like. And in these two parables, he says the kingdom of God is like a man who was walking across a field and stumbled onto a treasure. And when he opened the treasure box, it was filled with so much valuable uh, jewels and, and gold and so forth that he sold everything he had and purchased that field in order to have the treasure. He sold everything he had for the treasure. And then the second parable is about a man who was a pearl merchant. And he found this pearl, this priceless pearl, and he sold everything he had to purchase this pearl. And he said the kingdom of God, which is the lordship of Christ, the, 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 the rule and reign of Christ in our lives, is worth so much. It's so good that it's worth selling everything we have to, to, to get that in our lives. So this, this, uh, during this message, I want to talk to you, talk to us about some practical ways of seeking the Lord. Because, you know, it's easy to say seek the Lord, but it's another thing on, on talking about actually how to do it. I want to talk, to talk about some practical ways that we can seek the Lord. And what I'm, what I'm really encouraging is that during this time where life has had to slow down or we've had to stop leaving our home for other than just to go get groceries or, or medicine or whatever, uh, we've basically been isolated. And there are going to be times where we have spaces of time where we're not doing anything. And it's easy to fill that time with entertainment and other things. But I'm really encouraging uh, each one of you to to take the time to seek the Lord while he may be found. This is a really good time and a really good thing to do. So I want to talk a little bit about how to seek the Lord. Uh, first of all, uh, I just want to talk about the scriptures, the Bible. Uh, this is the best place I know to seek the Lord. And um, during times like this, when we're in, in uncertain times, we're in times of crisis, we're in times where you know there's this virus, this plague on the earth, and and so many people are getting sick and, and, and people are dying and, and there's so much uncertainty. The Psalms are a really good place to start reading the scriptures. And uh, uh, I would just encourage you to start in, in Psalm 1 and just you know daily read three, four, five Psalms. There's 150, so five Psalms a day will get you through uh, the Psalms in one month. But the Psalms are so comforting and so encouraging and God is speaking directly uh, to us in these scriptures, and uh, th there's so much good stuff here. The Gospels are awesome when we read the stories of Jesus and, and how he uh, interacted with people and showed who God was and how much God loves us, and uh, awesome stuff. Uh, Romans, Ephesians, these are great uh, chapter or, or, uh, books to, to uh, understand Christian theology and, and what, what Christ is all about, what grace is all about, what what God has accomplished through Christ for us in, in sending His Son and, and what Jesus has done for us, and then how to live, how to live in the Spirit of Christ. And so this book is so filled with so many good things. The Old Testament stories are great too, but the Lord speaks to us through His Word, through, through the Bible. And that's a great way to seek the Lord, is to hear His voice. And in seeking the Lord, we got to understand that God is a relational God. And he wants to speak to us and he wants us to speak to him. And so he speaks to us through the word. He speaks to us through some other things, which I'm about to share. 
And then he also wants us to talk to him, which is prayer, it's journaling, it's, it's just sitting in his presence, it's, it's having interaction with him uh, verbally and non-verbally. Um, and so let me just talk a little bit more about how to hear God's voice. I'm using right now three devotional classics because they're very short. They're only a page or a page and a half each. And I've been using Streams in the Desert as a way to hear God's voice for the last 33 years. In this little book, uh, the title kind of gives away the, what, what the book is about. Streams in the Desert, God's goodness, God's love, God's grace, God's encouragement through times, through the hard times, through the desert times. And I don't know about you, but I go through a lot of times that are difficult. It's just difficult living in this life, living on this earth. And, and so every day this little book encourages me. And it's amazing how timely these these entries are. When I get to that day's entry, it speaks to what I've been dealing with in my life that that, that day or that week or, or what I'm about to deal with. So many, so often it prepares me for the day ahead. Really good devotional. That book was my favorite devotional until I came across this devotional, which is fairly new on the scene. It's called The Divine Romance, 365 Days, uh, 365 days Meditating on the Song of Songs, which is a, a book a short book by by King Solomon uh, in the uh, in the poetry section of the Bible. Powerful stuff in terms of just the Lord uh, speaking to us in intimacy, uh, calling us into a deep relationship with Him. Uh, it's the bridegroom speaking to the bride, and the, and the bride speaking to the bridegroom. It's it's all about intimacy with the Lord, and this book has has been so powerful in my journey towards intimacy with Christ. And so I highly recommend that as a way to just know him more in, in just a real intimate way. And then uh, Sarah Young's little devotional classic, Jesus Calling. This is a very, these entries are very short. Uh, this is a very easy read. Uh, it's usually a paragraph or two. And just encouragement. It's just filled with encouragement. And uh, so many passages are just about Jesus challenging us. It's written in the uh, uh First person to, you know, it's like Jesus speaking to us. And so often it talks about trusting in him, loving him, spending time with him, just being close to him and uh, real encouragement. And so uh, these are some ways that I listen to the Lord's voice. Um, also, in the mornings, there are two other ways that I hear the Lord. Uh, one of those is journaling. Uh, I usually uh, go through a journal like this about about two two of these a year, and um, I always have it open on my uh, the table beside beside my chair that I spend my time with the Lord in in the morning in my room, and um, and I just as you see on on this side uh, in black I I have written my prayer to the Lord my words to the Lord, and then in blue is what He speaks to me, and um, one of the things that as you spend time with the Lord, as you spend time seeking Him, you learn to know His voice. Jesus said really clearly in John 10 that we can know His voice. He's talking about Him being the shepherd and us being the sheep. And He says, my sheep know my voice and they follow me. They recognize the voice of the shepherd and they follow Him. And so it's, it's, um, it's really important to, to kind of cultivate uh, ears to hear the Lord and know the difference between His voice, our voice, and the voice of the enemy. Because sometimes the enemy will try to fool us. But the Lord's voice is always loving, encouraging, 
He sometimes rebukes us, but it's very, very loving. And when I say rebuke, it's just like he corrects us, but it's it's a very loving thing, and it brings a lot of peace and joy when we hear those words of correction. When the enemy speaks to us, it's very condemning, it's very harsh, it's very uh, it's very nebulous. The Lord speaks about specific things in our lives that he wants to deal with, and it's wonderful. It's really, really wonderful when that happens. The, the uh, final way that I try to to listen to the Lord and, and to seek Him and, and, and to interact with Him and to pursue Him as I'm seeking the Lord is to just sit in His presence. And I usually start this way in the mornings. I, uh, once I get into my, uh, my quiet time, I, you know, I, I, I um, see Deb off at 7, she goes to work, and then I go down, close my door, get in my chair, and I have three chairs set up in front of me. One for the Father, one for the Son, one for the Spirit. That may sound weird, but I'm cultivating a relationship with each person of the Trinity, and I'm at times speaking to each one. But I usually close my eyes, I just picture them before me, and then I talk. And I usually start my devotional time this way. I usually start by just talking to the Lord, talking to the Father, talking to the Son, talking to the Spirit. And I love to um, interact that way. And then... uh, with my own mind and my own voice, the Lord speaks to me. And often it's, it's verbally out loud. And if someone were standing outside my bedroom door and were, was listening in, they might think I was crazy because I've heard that you're not crazy if you talk to yourself. You're crazy if you start answering yourself. And that's what it probably sounds like. But again, the Lord, I know the Lord's voice. And so we have these conversations. And I talk to Him and He talks to me. And the Father has something to say. The Son has something. The Spirit has something to say. And, and interact that way. It's, it's just something to cultivate. It's something to experiment with. And you're not going to start out, uh, you know, doing all this stuff uh, great every day. And I don't always do all this stuff every day. That's my goal, to, to, uh, to practice that. But the Lord wants us to seek Him. The Lord wants us to pursue Him. And the, the reward is the treasure. It's Him. It's the relationship. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. And as we pursue Him, we, 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 uh, we get that pearl of great price, that treasure that, that He is to us and wants to be to us. And when we get God, we get everything in one. And so I really encourage you to pursue the Lord, to seek the Lord while He may be found, to, to call on Him while He is near. This is a great season. This is a great time to seek the Lord. And I want to pray I want to pray to close, and, and if you don't know the Lord, if you haven't entered into a covenant relationship with the Lord and asked Jesus into your heart and been filled with His Spirit, I want to lead you in that prayer right now. And then I want to pray a prayer for everyone that's listening and, and watching today. So let, let's just pray this prayer. If you haven't entered into a relationship with Jesus, say, Dear Jesus, thank you for dying for me on the cross. Thank you for paying for all my sins. And nailing them to your cross. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Fill me with your spirit of life. Fill me with your love. And live your life through me. And if you've done that. If you said that prayer. Say thank you Jesus. Thank you for coming into my life. Thank you for giving me life through your spirit. And lead me from here. And then for everyone that's listening, I want to pray this prayer. It's the prayer that Paul prayed for the Colossians in in Colossians 1. 
1 through, or 9 through 11. I just pray that God would fill you with the knowledge of His will, with all spiritual wisdom and understanding, that you might walk in a manner worthy of Him, to please Him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work, in everything you do and say, increasing in the knowledge of God, increasing in your intimacy with God, increasing in knowing God, strengthened with all power, strengthened through His Holy Spirit, through His glorious might. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope you have a great week. Be safe and seek the Lord. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more information about our church, visit vineyardnorthridge.org or find us on social media at Vineyard Northridge.